Hi everyone, this is Kate Brunatz. I'm a producer and fellow indie artist, and this is Industry Plants. This show is where I get to talk to rising artists about marketing, creation, strategy, and everything in between all things music making. I would love to hear your feedback. Feel free to leave a review or hit me up on any of my social media platforms. Thank you so much for listening and on to today's guest. All right, so today I was lucky enough to sit down with Tay. Tay is a producer and artist, among many other things, um, which you will learn in this episode. We talked a lot about consistency, how to organically grow your following on TikTok. Um, Tay is also currently in a music production collective house called Ear Butter Music, which is super interesting. We talked a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get to the chat. And when you get a chance, be sure to check out Tay's new releases. She just put out a great music video for her song, I'm So Sad. Super fun. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into the discussion. Wait, I did that thing where I swipe and I put a filter on myself and I'm I trying to figure out how to get it. Oh, just swipe that. left. <laughs> I think I... Oh my god. <laughs> I was okay. I was like, that's okay. so cool. Wow. Everyone's just getting the full rundown of all yeah. all the TikTok filters right now. Yeah, no, that's hey, hey, somebody's gotta use them. It looks like you're in the team ten of music. Like <laughs> not in a bad way, but like I'm just so interested. Can you tell me about this like music production house thing? Are you still doing that? Was that like a shorter thing or yeah, so I mean, there's definitely been some changes to it. Um, this is like the first time they're doing something like this. So things from the beginning to how they are now has definitely like kind of changed and shifted. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, basically, there's I still have my own apartment, but there's a house in LA full of 10 artists. And it's pretty much just like, you know, developing and working on your music like all day. Um, we met a bunch of other producers. So it's scheduling sessions with like other producers. Mm -hmm. um, and we're actually about to throw a big like house party and show oh, on friday night here oh my god so it's open to whoever if anyone's in la Whoa, come through yeah oh man but, yeah it's gonna be like a big like mansion party with like artists performing so. so cool are you performing yeah i assume yeah i'm playing a couple songs oh my gosh how are you feeling i'm excited i mean like i haven't like <clears throat> played yeah on a stage too. in a while like a long <laughs> ass time um yeah, but no, I'm stoked. I'm like getting together. I'm I'm trying to like prep some some songs mm -hmm. to make them like live friendly. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be like super chill, super casual. It's definitely just like practice for like all of us. Yeah. Um, as like new artists to just get in like you know performance practicing because mm -hmm. it's definitely just gonna be like you know just a fun fucking time. Yeah. Um, no, but that's so dope. Yeah. And like I also I wonder. Um, I like now that like I used to perform like with my guitar like when I was a lot younger um, but obviously like my beats aren't centered around a guitar anymore or anything so like now whenever I perform mm -hmm. it's like me plugging in my iPhone <laughs> which like I feel weird about and then yeah. just like singing along like have you is that what you're doing or like how um, are you crafting like your performance I'm curious yeah um i mean just for the house we're doing it like in the backyard there's like a huge tennis court in the backyard oh um what? so we're setting <laughs> up so a performance cool. area on the tennis court yeah. so it's gonna be pretty like just pa system and mic and yeah. we all get a backing track just for like ease of performance yeah definitely. um and because there's so many of us it'll switch off but like my like ideal type of live set i did like one show last year mm -hmm. before everything shut down mm -hmm. um and i pretty much bounce out stems and i queue up certain samples um to like an Ableton Live. Mm -hmm. And then I'll also cut up like little vocal chops and vocal pieces and I'll cue those into like a drum pad so I can like play my vocal chop sections. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's I mean, smart. that's yeah. like one thing to definitely kind of think about when you're like, you know, thinking of, yeah. okay, how do I like make like kind of a more interactive live set? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Because I'm always like, you know, I mean, in terms of like, there's a lot with like cost barriers or like you can make it that way, but, um, that's really cool how you like picked out the parts um, that you could do live and manage live while like still doing the performance. 
um, and everything. And just like, what a cool opportunity. I'm so glad that people are like making production houses like for producers. Like I feel, I don't know. I feel like I've, I've never seen something like that before. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's so exciting. Yeah. It's, it's definitely kind of like a crazy concept and we're also like, you know, shooting a bunch of content yeah. like every day to try and make it into like something. Like, yeah. And that be? how are you, I feel like you are one of the first producers I found on this app and like ever since I've seen you, you've just kept up your grind consistently and it's, it's incredibly impressive and I really admire your drive. No, seriously. Like it's, yeah, it's hard. Um, so I was like, how, how do you do it? Like, how do you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, keep your motivation and like, you know, obviously like you're managing all of your solo artist stuff, but then now you also have kind of like this collective thing that you're giving some of your creative skills to, um, how do you keep that in balance? Um, I would say like time managing for sure. Like there's definitely moments where like, obviously if I'm scheduling like a session with someone, um, whether it be like another producer or like whatever that is, I'm like, okay, that's my time to work on something with someone. But then I try to give myself that equal amount of time back to now sit with my own stuff. Mm -hmm. Or if if I worked on a track with a producer and they made something for me, now it's taking that and sitting with it and being like, is this, is this like you know, what I want or how do I want to like grow this out more? So do you like, do you make your, a lot of TikToks in advance or are you just like, when I get home, like, I'm just going to shoot it out, do my daily diligence and then like be done with it. Or do you mix and match? Yeah, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's like mix and match. I mean, like you're, you're pretty consistent with like shooting and posting a bunch of stuff too. It seems like, like, yeah. I feel like you're also pretty consistent with your posts. Uh, I feel like, I don't know. Lately, I've kind of <clears throat> fallen off on a pessimistic hole, but I need to, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, it, it goes in waves, and I'm sure I'll crawl out of it and, like, get really hungry again. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, lately, totally. lately I've been, like, I'm going on here, like, once a week, and I'm going to, like, talk to people and connect to people because, like, I love this stuff, and I, I feel like I learn so much from it, but... Um, I don't know. Sometimes like the making content stuff like, um, can, I don't know. It feels more draining, um, for me and like can take up my production brain. I don't know. Um, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I feel that. Um, I definitely try to like get a bunch of content done for like, maybe up to a few days in advance. Yeah. But I never really shoot. Like, I don't do the thing where I shoot for a week and then yeah. post it and then have it scheduled. Like, I don't do that because, one, the trends change every day. That's true. So you got to be, like, you know, looking – because e- even just the homepage hashtag just, like, change every day. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, just taking a little bit of time every day and scrolling through the app, like, you find, like, new sounds that are, like, fun to use. Mm-hmm. So things that are kind of, like – um promo for like stuff I'm doing or like the how to's like those I can shoot in advance because it's kind of based on you know it's based on like not yeah whatever but then I definitely like slot in time to still keep room for like things that are trending or things that are just funny um just to kind of like mix it up yeah and I feel like that's a really good balance like have you figured out (laughs) do you have a specific like cadence for yourself like I know like some people are very like I can post at this time specifically and it has to be at this frequency like have you adapted a similar schedule or like what's that like for you yeah so I think definitely I've stuck to twice a day Mm -hmm. um because twice a day is what got me to 1k like my first 1k is when I started that was the first time I started posting consistently Mm -hmm. and I did two posts a day for 30 days and I went from like a handful of followers to a thousand yeah. Um, so just the consistency helped. And then just now, I know there was a period where like, I've talked to some other TikTokers about this too. And like, they're like, I feel like our videos aren't getting like as many views as they used to. Mm-hmm. And it was like literally right around when school was starting again, mm-hmm. people were starting to go back into like offices. So I think as like oh. the fall semester started, that makes like sense. there was definitely a pattern amongst everyone where videos were not getting as much views. So I tried to do it three times a day to post. And I'm like, what? this is pointless because people aren't people aren't on the app as much. Yeah. <laughs> so I just post I post morning and I post night. But I don't post like past ten PM 
Yeah. And I don't post like before 9 a.m. Pacific time. Wow. That's impressive. And that makes me excited because I'm going to test out your theory and like figure out when everyone has Thanksgiving break and be like, okay, (laughs) I can start going hard now. (laughs) Or like that'll. That and the holidays. Yeah. The holidays for sure. I think it was, it was that month, like end of December through January that I did my, like that was when my like 30 day challenge for myself. Yeah. And so so you did your challenge and then you just decided let's keep going. Yeah, because it really That's is like a, just a consistency thing. Like, yeah, even I'll, I'll I'll post new videos, obviously, but then I'll I'll still get notifications for like my older stuff. Not like old old, but like mm-hmm. within the past couple of weeks, like videos from a week ago will still be like you know getting a few likes here and there. They're still hitting some pages, so it's just like the more content you have, mm-hmm. the more there is for the app to push it out. Yeah, definitely. And do you ever get worried about like I don't know, like people seeing your face too much and like getting like tired of it or is it more like you're like I'm putting out different it sounds like you're putting out a bunch of different types of content so like that keeps it fresh yeah. or like what's your philosophy there I mean the way that app works it's not like an Instagram feed it's not only feeding your stuff to followers mm-hmm. obviously if you're on the follower section or whatever sure. then yeah. Yeah, if someone is following me, they're probably going to see my face a lot. But that can be like that can be a good thing if my content is engaging. Like it's funny, right. I just got a DM from someone the other day. Mm-hmm. Like I started posting like a lot more Instagram stories, and they're like, "Hey, they're like, some people are annoying with their Instagram stories, but like yours aren't. Like for some reason, I find them really like really That's entertaining. Awesome. Like, keep it up." And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> that is so so nice yeah, I think it's just like as long as everything's like fresh and informative, and like yeah, especially just like being like in the producer realm and like you know posting like you know you and in the indie helpful. artist realm too yeah. yeah like tips on like everything like every tip is going to be kind of new like yes I do recycle some ideas but I do wait a certain amount of time mm-hmm. um but yeah the the app is really just feeding your content to like people who interact with it whether it be your followers or not your followers so it's like it really wants to get you new followers yeah which is cool yeah that's true um I didn't think about that in terms of like that's like your your biggest shot is just like capitalizing on the FYP I mean obviously but like mm-hmm. in terms of um your strategy um and it's interesting too I didn't know I'm <laughs> I'm always behind on everything but I didn't know that like YouTube just added like shorts which I think is so yeah but it's like it's it's still in beta. I posted a few things on there, but yeah. they, they seriously get like a dozen views. And the thing that sucks is there's a 15 second time limit. Oh. Which is like most of my videos now are kind of going between 15 to 20 seconds. Like that's mm-hmm. the sweet spot I found. That's mm-hmm. a good pocket. Mm-hmm. So I don't have much to post on there that's under 15 seconds. But yeah, yeah as far as like how their shorts work, who they push it out to, like I I don't know like I don't know where the where's the best spot to put the hashtags in in that video but yeah 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 it's weird too I feel like the YouTube algorithm in general for a while has just not been optimized to like new creators um yeah like short form because they're really like they have such a huge market with like long-term content Mm -hmm. so it's like if they want to make the short-term content a thing it's I don't think that like the shorts are as like readily available to your fingertips in the way that like TikTok or Instagram reels is. No, and it's so hidden. <laughs> like it's I didn't so know hidden. it's been around for like six months. And like just today I was like, what? Why is everybody like reposting TikToks? Um, but yeah, <laughs> which is basically That's what funny. it ends so, up being. Yeah. How, how did you find it? Did you just like see that there's an option to post it or did you see someone short? Um, I saw someone's and then like I also listened to this general marketing like channel uh, called like Colin and Samir um I don't know Mm. they have like great deep dives on just like general technology and blah 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 blah. and they were saying how like they couldn't quite or there isn't a way to monetize short form content on YouTube quite yet but like a lot of their traffic granted they're a pre-established channel um has been coming from shorts significantly like as of late and i was like oh interesting blah blah blah, blah. but oh, that is interesting but also like they have millions of subscribers you know um as a base so i'm sure that helps <laughs> but yeah um yeah no it's just so funny and like i 
how have you like you are one of the few people who I've talked to who if I'm understanding correctly like you're a full-time musician as of recently right or not so yeah recently? as of as of recently mm -hmm. do you want me are you staying in the studio room because I can swap with you okay um yes as of recently as of like a few months ago like yeah what are we in October yeah yes <laughs> I know I'm always yes. like I don't know <laughs> I was like one month <laughs> good question <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah and how has that how has that been for you have you yeah yeah I mean it's it's definitely a wild ride um it's I think it's really cool to want to manage your own schedule and I just think like if you're gonna do something like that like being really good at like managing your own time absolutely um for sure is important um yeah it's been I mean because I I you know have been with this what October when, when did we start a month and a half ago mm -hmm. is when like the earbud program started so like my day-to-day -day from me you know doing my own thing to this mm -hmm. has like change definitely pretty drastically but yeah. i've definitely tried to still keep like my own some sort of like semblance of a routine yeah um and i feel like you know leaving my day job and doing being an artist full-time it's just it's just giving me that much more time to do everything that i couldn't do while i was still working during the day during the week absolutely so i've been able to focus on like like i was always so go 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 go, go with like producing writing mixing mm -hmm. tracks out let's release it and I never actually <laughs> took the time to sit and be like okay what do I want you know wh what I want to sound like like what do I want mm -hmm. my project as a whole to kind of sound like, like what do I want to target mm -hmm. what do I want to like build and grow towards and so like I feel like now I've really had a period of time to be able to do that um and even just in the last like you know two weeks like I've pulled out like so many new like just inspo like songs and like Ooh. production like inspirations and mm -hmm. like definitely like my music next year is gonna be in a different direction for sure and it's I'm really so cool excited. to be able yeah. to have the time to do that yeah yeah that's awesome and can i ask you like i totally feel that um i mean i'm not so like i write for music blogs so i'm not like always like running sessions um but yeah i definitely feel like the transition um in terms of like just being able to command your schedule like at 10 a.m i was able to like make a beat because i felt like it but like what has yeah. that i feel like there's such like a gap in terms of like musicians knowing how to sustainably find that niche like where if you don't mind me asking like how are mm -hmm. you generating income is it like session work is it um monetizing content is it like collaborations um and like how long did that transition take you yeah for sure no that's something like a super valid question because it's like i feel like there's always kind of this pressure where it's like if you want to become a music artist like quit your day job and do it full time but like i right. sustained a job for a long period of time so it's like i've really worked myself to a point Mm -hmm. where like I like I have money to invest in myself mm -hmm. and to sort of give mm -hmm. myself this kind of gap period where you know maybe I'm not making as much as I used to mm -hmm. I'm not not making money but like sure. I'm not like pressured to like no, sustain I mean, like, I... a month-to-month -month income so yeah but because it is kind of on and off but I've I I do take a lot of work for like songwriting and top lining and ghost ghostwriting mm -hmm. um through Fiverr and I've gotten like, oh, a, cool. like a good amount through there. And I, that's not even me. Like I haven't even set up my sound better profile yet. Yeah. Someone told me to sign up for Loom. I, I haven't even joined Loom yet. Like that's Dude. literally just from like my work on Fiverr. Yeah. Um, and awesome. then a few DMs. I mix for a few people mm -hmm. and then uh, paid content, honestly. Like TikTok, like just growing my TikTok is paid off. It's changed like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And like, would you say, did you notice a huge difference of, and like, from my perspective, I'm on Soundbutter, I'm on Upwork for like most of my music gigs. That's where my traffic's coming from. But are you, like, did you notice a huge difference in your Fiverr clientele, like, as you grew on TikTok? Weirdly enough, no. I actually, oh, I don't have my Fiverr link to my bio. Oh, is um, that deliberate? And I'm doing that on purpose. It just, it's there, it exists. I, yeah. I did a lot of work for early, early last year. I think as the holidays pick up, mm -hmm. again, I think as like people are out of school, you get a lot of like, you know, 
producers who are students and producers who work or whatever and the holidays come up so like last like july through february march like it was like lit on like five orders (laughs) um Yeah. (laughs) yeah so like i'm like kind of anticipating that again for the holidays but like i also still do need to like keep time for myself and my music yeah because I definitely have like long-term goals in mind so Mm -hmm. like that's awesome for short-term money Mm -hmm. but there I I I definitely like want to take minimal projects on there like I even now like I'll get hit up through Instagram for like collaborations and like I've been saying no to a lot more things lately absolutely um, yeah than I did in the first half of the year just you know just due to like time constraints like yeah yeah Yeah. and I think I think that's such an important skill. Um, and I think that's great, um, how you value your time. And I really resonate with like how you were talking about scheduling, like you put your meetings with yourself at the same priority as you would with like, you know, a prospective client or something like that. Um, and I think that's super important. Um, but that's great. And like, I also think, you know, what you were talking about too on, I don't know, really like it can be worth it to really like live um, like at your means, below your means (laughs) as much as possible if it means that you're getting more time um, because that is an investment in yourself. And then, you know, like obviously like making music is great. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, that's super cool. Um, And how have you... um, I don't know, just figured out like how to prioritize projects and um, what makes like a collaboration like worth it to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. No, that's a really good question. I actually, I'm like super like OCD organized. That's awesome. I keep a Google sheet of my projects. Yes, <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I literally have like song, producer, if it's me or with someone else, like, mm-hmm vocals mix master release date promo visuals like yes. check it off when it goes you know like i i keep track of everything for sure yeah um and so for me it's really the order of that list because i'll i won't necessarily like put things at the bottom of the list sometimes i'll filter things up to the top mm-hmm. um that's kind of like it's like a visual priority for me i'm a very visual person yeah um that's so, cool. so even like when i start a new song idea if mm-hmm. i feel very very like if just the idea that I come up with like resonated, even mm-hmm. if it's just like a demo or it's just a hook, mm-hmm. um, I'll add that to the chart. Like if it's on the oh, chart, wow. it's something I want to work on. That's um, cool. For collaborations, uh-huh. um, yeah, those go on there too for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now I've just been more like selective with collaborations, just because mm-hmm. like I don't want to say I if if I you say can't. yes to everything, right? Then I'm gonna be flaking on some people, and like I don't want that. Like I'm trying to be very upfront with like, you know thank you for wanting to collaborate, but Mm -hmm. like, I can get back to you in a few months. Like I cannot right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then like, yeah, certain paid work. So the thing with like my Fiverr is like, that's definitely for like quick, quick gigs. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I need to, you know, pour my heart and soul into everything. It's not a personal song. It's for someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't spend as much time with it Mm -hmm. as I would if it's like a track that's going to be released with my name attached to it. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Um, yeah. And not that like, you know, like even if I'm running a session with another artist, not that like I'm not trying hard, or, <laughs> but like I don't yeah, feel yeah. as, um, you know, like unless my uh, like I'm really there to like serve the artist and like I feel like I don't have to insert myself as much. And like, but I, I don't know, it's it's definitely like in a different plane um, than mm-hmm. like my my solo stuff. So I totally feel that. Do you? Do you produce for other for other other artists? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of like. Oh, nice. Okay. It's just like here and there. Like um, right now, I'm for example, I'm like working with this indie artist who wants to make like Joji type stuff. Um, but yeah, oh, cool. I I more of like you know I do that like my audio writing stuff is my like main gig because like sessions with other artists are just so unpredictable and like you don't know long know how long they're gonna last um and also mm-hmm. as we know <laughs> indie artists are broke so it's just kind of something yeah. that I'm like okay like I can help support other people and then like also 
you know, work my producer muscles in a different way. But I'm also like very selective, like even though those aren't direct collaborations, I'm like as of late, I've been much more like this is something that I'm interested in, like researching more. And um, I really liked that you said that you're just giving yourself more time to like play and like think of something conceptually. Um, I think that can be rare um, where like I feel like today's music landscape promotes like shorter and shorter bits of like instant gratification. Um, not that yeah. like conceptually thought out music can't be pleasing, but um, I don't know. I, I think that's really cool. I'm really like in love with like the craftsmanship of it. So I don't know. I, I'm really excited to hear what like your sound is going to be next year. That's, ah. Yeah, the visuals too. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely working on like a lot of more experimental like type ooh, things. So. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be great. And then also, you just released a music video, which I love. I did. So yep. cool. I too am Thank so you. sad. Um, but <laughs> yeah, can you talk about that process? Um, was that something that was self-funded? Was it, um, were you collaborating with like someone you knew or how did you go about making that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely self-funded. Um, I found that, you know, the more you can kind of do yourself also to kind of like minimize costs you can. So like, I directed it myself. I, I'm, I'm sitting in the bathtub directing my own music video. <laughs> <You're> like, <up. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, obviously, the, the girl who shot it for me, Gabby, she's awesome. She shot, edited and colored the whole thing. So it was it's oh, I awesome. think it's really cool to have someone yeah. who is also there on set who's now also doing, you know, the editing and the post because they know mm. what the footage is beforehand mm -hmm. and they and they know what your kind of vision is as you're shooting. So yeah, for that one, the creative, like whenever I think of my own video ideas, um, I went to film school. So I try to think of like some sort of like little mini storyline in the beginning cool. or just some kind of like reason behind it just besides like yeah me singing a song in a cool place mm -hmm. um so for me the thought was okay what's a stereotypical thing that you do after a breakup you eat cake and ice cream and take long hot showers so <laughs> i was like what if i was like in a bath making a mess <laughs> with cake and ice cream and it was almost like an an angsty twist and like an angry twist on like yeah. what you do after a breakup like yes. I'm not sad. I'm just like angry, smashing a cake in a tub, you know? <laughs> I love um, yeah. So yeah, I kind of just put like a playful twist on like that concept of like what you do after a breakup and That's gave so it its own cool. kind of look and feel. And then, yeah, for creative, I'll do like a mood board, throw together some images and like that definitely helps. Keeping um, it organized. the person shooting. Yeah, I put together like a prop list so I know what to go and buy at the stores before shooting. And yeah, and then this shoot, the videos I've shot before have definitely been more like sort of like on the fly kind of style, but this yeah. one just because we were in like, you know, I'm not trying to sit in the bath for six hours um, <laughs> and just for yeah. the sake of time too and like cleanliness and like we only had one cake. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to oh, do that first true. smash, like, that's got to be first cake. Planned out, yeah. Yeah, so we had like a, a shot list um, taped up to the door in the bathroom so. while we were shooting. So that helped streamline the process like a lot. Yeah, I love it. And that's so funny. I feel like you're the third person I've talked to who is now producer artist, but went to film school first, which is so no way, interesting. really. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And there seems to be a crossover. And there's like, also like, <laughs> there's also a running joke, like, my boyfriend is in film and then my good friend River, who's also a producer, is also with a film person. Like it's so interesting. I feel like the two like That's disciplines funny. definitely like mingle with each other. Um can you talk about how has that like informed who you are as an artist? Um, or just like obviously like you're a very visual person, um, but like I've always like thought maybe I should go along to some like story or like screenwriting classes because I feel like that might be applicable to warping a narrative for music. Um, do you feel like anything has like carried over for you? I mean, like probably it's funny because like I've been like a musician since I was like 
super super young but then like for me like growing up like I was like you know working on writing a novel when I was in middle school like (laughs) I like wanted to be a writer at one point in my life and then I like you know wrote songs in high school and stuff but like I did like drama and like I wrote a play and like I loved creative writing so like yeah yeah, I I went to school for screenwriting but then I realized that like the long form journey of screenwriting wasn't like really where I wanted to like that was just like a whole thing you know you'd write 100 pages and then your press would be like okay no start over because it all sucks like that's a lot of pages (laughs) yeah Um, insane (laughs) yeah so like screenwriting itself is just a lot of like rewriting Oh, interesting. And for me, like, I'd, I'd rather rewrite a song than rewrite a script. Yeah. Over and over. And just, you know, just <laughs> the music aspect in general. But, yeah, I think that the art of, like, kind of telling a story mm-hmm. is kind of, like, why I found myself in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to think of, like, okay, did that affect, yeah. like, my music? I don't know. It's because I've, I've always been someone to, like, come up with stories in my head to, like, you know, I think anyone who kind of overthinks does this. You start to come up with scenarios in your head. You know, yeah. like you you see some, or you think of something that's, that's like going to happen. Uh-huh. You're like, oh my god! But if I if I say yes to doing this tonight, then it could lead to this and this and this. And you kind of go down this like <laughs> rabbit hole of like what could happen. Yeah. But so I feel like that applies to like songwriting more so than anything. Um, Absolutely. Like my last collaboration, last goodbye that I put out um, with another artist. Like mm-hmm. our writing process was okay. We kind of come up with like a melody and like a generic hook. And then when it came to actually like writing, we're like, okay, what's the scenario? Like what's going on? We wrote it kind of as like a call and response between two different people. So we're like, mm. what's the scenario between those two people? So we kind of like, you know, just even in the songwriting process came up with like a little mini storyline. Yeah, no, that's so cool. And that's, um, I find like I have a completely different approach um, when like I'm writing with myself versus like when I'm writing with people I think granted a lot of that is I haven't had as much experience like having an in-person session with a lot of like people who I'm collaborating with have you do you have any tips and tricks for like getting in that headspace um you know maybe with someone who you don't know as well or you're just meeting for the first time Oh my god! So you mean like my entire first week in this artist program? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I... totally. Yeah, because that's so valid. Because like, yeah, a lot of my sessions too have been virtual. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a whole different thing. So yeah. it's definitely interesting to sit with someone and start writing. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> like listening to the other person mm-hmm. is like so 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 crucial. Um, I mean, like my writing style and like some of the styles of some people that I work with also, it's kind of the same where you play the track. And, you, you know, you're in your headphones and you're on the mic and you're just, like, straight shot improvising over it, mm-hmm. whether it be melodies or some words and just, like, listening and hearing what that person comes up with and picking out, like, phrases or things that you like from what they did and then, like, using that to bounce off of. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is, like, one of my favorite parts about working with somebody in person is you're hearing you're, – you're literally hearing their thought process happen yeah. in real time. Yeah. And sometimes the person who's doing that isn't aware of what they're doing. Like – I know I've done this before where like I'll improv something on the mic and then I'm like I have no idea what I just did but I'll play it back and I'll, you know like <laughs> yeah that's just the process so I think just like listening to the other person um is like so important because you never know like what's going to come out of it absolutely and like when you're improvising a lot of times are you like doing like a la 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 or like an ooh or like some random syllable or are you more to the point where like random words and phrases will like come out or I guess you know it's dependent but um I think it's dependent sometimes it is like random words and phrases sometimes I'll like it will be some like oohs and hums Mm -hmm. um but sometimes for me it's more of like I hear like the vowel sounds first Mm, so if I hear a phrase and it's going it's going and then it's gonna go a Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm like, okay, like, that phrase wants to end on, like, that kind of sound. Mm, that's and I'll kind of fill in the gaps with words. Yeah. And yeah. then sometimes as I'm humming along, um, as far as, like, lyrical content goes, mm-hmm. I definitely, like, try to listen to, like, you know, what's the track kind of asking for? Like, what's the track speaking towards? Mm-hmm. Or what are some ideas that I've kind of had that I wanted to write about that kind of, like, fits the vibe? So it's also, like, feeling out, like, what's the vibe of the track? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my – I don't – sometimes I can improv, like – full sentences but most of the time it's usually like 
a mix of English words and combined like, with blah, 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 weird blah. sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I was just like envisioning you like just like <laughs> Shakespearing it out on the mic, and I was like, what? "Oh my god, that's so funny!" Absolutely oh. not. No, I actually used to do Twitch lives. Oh um, yeah. I, I think they're. It was. It's like been a minute, so they're kind of expired. But I would, I would go live on Twitch, mm-hmm. um, TikTok also. And I would have producers send in instrumentals, and I would literally be improving on the fly. Like I'd hear the track once, I play it through. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And then I'm improvising over it for the rest. So wait, like improving, like lyrics, everything, melody. <clears throat> well, I mean the same thing. I'll I'll improv, you know, some words and phrases yeah, and sounds. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, and then I'll go back through and fill it out. Yeah. But That's... yeah, I used to like show that kind of improvisation in. Improvisation, improvisation. No, that's right. <laughs> improvisation <laughs> yeah. process live. Yeah, I'm like, how do you wow. that? That is yeah. so brave, and I love that because, like, <laughs> what better practice than to have the potential of like random people like seeing you um, <laughs> do a thing? But like, how did yeah. you? Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, we got a question from our friend Coast for Real. Um, he wants to ask, do you have any tips on growing your TikTok fan base? Yes, post consistently. Um, I'd say twice a day. But if you find like posting more works for you, if you find less <laughs> works for you, but uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I would say at this point, no, no more than twice a day. But I think try posting once a day. Yeah. Um, Definitely, I would say be somewhat consistent with like what you're posting. Mm-hmm. Wow, these walls are so thin. <laughs> no, I love it. I, you're I in don't it. know if you can hear that, but yeah, it's it's what you, what you get when you're in a house with ten other artists. Um, yeah, I I I think the whole like find your niche thing kind of like rings true mm-hmm. in the sense that like um, the app kind of wants to like figure out what your you know, what kind of viewers are you going to attract? People who like, like more music related things. Um, the more music stuff you post, like it's just going to help. I think the alg- algorithm push out your content to those people and just give it, you know, an audience and kind of a, a, a baseline for who wants to see your content. Solid tips. Um, and I also wanted to ask you, as someone who I am also like, just such an organized person and like I love planning and everything else and um, yeah I don't know I think that's kind of cool I feel like that's probably one of your musician superpowers because like there's always like the stereotypical like lackadaisical (laughs) like musician um you know um being I don't know just not being as efficient or having like a structure to creation or I feel like some people feel like creation and structure like can't exist in the same space um I don't know I think it's cool that you create like just how you were talking about the whole way that you started building up your TikTok was you made a challenge to yourself to like 30 days let me just go at it um and like see what happens do you are you constantly like making those little checkpoints or like little challenges with yourself um sometimes I think Mm -hmm. um I think as far as like like I'll I will like write things down for like here's my to-do of like what I want to do whether that be in a day or a week but like I think you also have to give yourself some like flexibility like things do come up like if I write down like okay I want to finish this song by this day Mm -hmm. like you should definitely hold yourself to that deadline but if there's something that doesn't feel right about it like you should probably go back and like, you know, revisit some things. Um, so I think like definitely like structure, but with like flexibility to it mm-hmm. is a good way to kind of approach it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all about the balance. And um, yeah, on that, like, where do you find time or like, what's your favorite way to relax when you're not doing music? I know you have an adorable puppy, Um, oh my god but (laughs) yes yeah what what is that for you (laughs) um I mean I work out every single day so like that's my oh cool time um I work out like all like you know I definitely wake up and like take my time to like you know have breakfast work out Mm -hmm. um have my whole like morning routine Mm -hmm. 
but just like anything outside like honestly having a dog is like great because that out and like go for a walk <laughs> yeah I feel the same for way. me it's like one of the best ways to like kind of like mental refresh mm -hmm. so like I don't know who's more excited to go for walks me or my dog but I love <laughs> going for walks yeah no um that and like baking I love like for me like oh. baking is like to de-stress like I love I mean I, I also just like have a sweet tooth so like I love eating right. it. it makes me happy <laughs> but um yeah. yeah something about just like cooking or making like a delicious try your brownies yeah brings me joy <laughs> <laughs> that's cool and um yeah I love that you're a baker I feel like no everyone in NYC is like ah my oven's for storage and whatever but like oh my god really yeah it's so weird I mean like my <laughs> mom like is a big baker so that's I don't know I'm like a little biased um and like I love cooking too and I do want to dedicate mm -hmm. more time to like being creative in that space or just spending more time like I feel like I have my go-to dishes I just stick to and like that's it um, yeah <laughs> but I want I to feel that <laughs> yeah like I want to learn more and like it is such an art and like a rewarding thing because you get to eat it at the end but yeah it's funny people yeah, don't come 100%. here at all which is so weird um, that's so funny yeah it's bizarre but it's so cool too like that I had no idea that you just like hopped around from like one creative discipline to another and that like you were gonna write <laughs> a book and like what that's crazy oh yeah my 10 year old self really loved loved writing <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing though and um I'm so happy that it seems like you've like really found your footing um and you're just excelling with like your production and like collaborating with others like that's so wonderful um and sydney just said that as artists we're constantly evolving and finding new passions and i think that rings true absolutely um mm -hmm. and what what would you say i know you're working next on like is this an album for next year or an ep for next year what's on the horizon for ep you? yeah definitely an ep um, I don't think albums are like a smart choice for independent artists just mm, because ooh. Spotify is so singles based. Yeah. Um, interesting. I think it's one thing if you're going to put out an album and it's like just this conceptual artistic thing that you like have to do for your soul. Like yeah. that's cool. Yeah, do yeah. it. But if you want to like, you know, grow your music and you plan on marketing it and having a budget around it, like definitely an EP because Spotify is so singles oriented. So yeah, I would definitely do, you know, a few singles and then you know release something or Ooh, I'm excited yeah yeah. That's, yeah I feel like that's interesting that you said that I've also deliberately like avoided making an album um for mm -hmm. probably this the same reasons but I was also thinking like I don't know like for example like Remy Wolf's album came out like last week or something and she had I think like six or seven tracks were singles. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like definitely so the interesting. Most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's also like it's also a play on the label side. Well, when she signs, like when you're signed, like putting out an album makes sense mm -hmm. because now you have a bunch of music for that label to now work your songs as singles for the next year or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so that's why you know you hear songs, Ooh. you know, suddenly get popular that were older from. 10 months ago oh, that we yeah. Out on like, yeah because they're that's working one single at a time yeah yeah, yeah it is and it also point. is part of the plan for like so like let's say Remy Wolf put out obviously she's had successful successful singles in the past mm -hmm. those numbers all um like kind of roll over to push the... over roll over onto the album mm -hmm. so it'll count towards like whatever stats you want on for that album day. you know when you say yeah like this album you know, opened with X number of streams yeah. release week, it'll count the millions of streams so on previous crazy. singles. Wow. Yeah. That is so crazy. Oh my gosh. And like, so it's just, it's just smart marketing. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and on that note, um, would you, what's your opinion on like to sign or not to sign for you as an artist? I think it depends where you are as an artist. Mm -hmm. I just think be careful. That's like my kind of view on the whole thing. It's like, I don't think necessarily signing is bad if mm -hmm. you're at a level 
where that makes sense for you. Absolutely. I think as a small artist who's still gaining a following, um, it's you do definitely just want to focus on yourself mm-hmm. as much of as you can. Sorry, my battery thing messed up. There. You cut out for a yeah, second. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally hear you. And I think I'm in the same camp of like, <laughs> there's no point in signing if you don't have any pre established like leverage. Um, so that's, yeah. And is that something like you would consider? Like, I know some people are just like, I would never do it. Or um, that's like their main goal. Um, where are you just kind of like, I'll see the opportunities as they come and evaluate them. Yeah, I'll see see as they come for sure. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, so hard to predict the future like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm definitely very much like if I could, you know, be fully 100% self-sufficient, um, like I definitely see some artists, you know, who do that. So I think it's just, you know, whatever makes the most sense for you at whatever point and <laughs> your career um I'm not like ruling anything off and saying I'd never do it Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's just really like a case-by-case basis like you know it depends like what the deal would be like who would be with so I think that part of it is like super important too yeah and I think it's cool that I don't know it kind of sounds like you're leaving things fairly like open in terms of I don't know I feel like some people really need like ah once I get to this, like, everything will be great. Or once I blah, 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 blah. And, like, I feel like sometimes, like, having those <laughs> milestones that you can't necessarily predict can be hindering. So um, it's cool that you can do that. And, like, how – what – on a day-to-day basis, like, how do you stay motivated um, and just, like, on your path? I mean, I feel like I love what I do. Like, I feel like if if, if you're going to do this and you're going to be in music and you're going to be, like, a part of this industry, like, you really just have to inherently love it from your core. Yeah. Because everything around you is going to continuously, like, change and shift. And people may be on your side one day and then the next day they won't be. It's, like, what you want to do needs to be fully, fully self-motivated. You can't rely on other people to make you want to do something. Mm-hmm. You can't have someone say, oh, you know, like – there's going to be this waiting for you on the other side. I'll have this for you on the other side. If you do X, Y, Z, like, no, you should just want to do X, Y, Z by yourself. Mm. Like it just has to really be purely motivated by like the passion to want it. Yeah. It's like, how badly do you want? Yeah. And I, that's, that's so great. And I love owning self motivation. Um, in like, uh, I, I don't know. That's, that's like a very empowering thing. And I feel like, yeah 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 just like taking responsibility um yeah and I think having artists that you look up to also because it's like you know just like being like a lover of music like yeah I have like tons of artists who I look up to and like I like what they've done is awesome and they're just you know continuously killing it but like they've worked their ass off to get there so it's also acknowledging that like there is a process and there's a journey to this whole thing and I've got to earn like that that space yeah yeah, absolutely. Can I ask you, like, who are your top, like, heroes? Oh, my gosh. So many. Um, <laughs> I love what <laughs> I love what Kara's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's a really, really awesome example of, like, someone who was just totally built herself up as a business. Like, you know, she absolutely. releases her own stuff. She has her own label. Like, she's just killing it in, like, every space. Yeah. Um, so her, I think Alice in Wonderland is also another artist I look up to for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, keto. I don't know if you're familiar with keto. Keto. Oh my god. Okay, you should listen to her music. I feel like you'd. I feel like you like it. <laughs> okay. I'm um, but I, for me, it's it's also really cool to like see how an artist has like kind of grown over the years. Like someone who I found, like you know, a while ago. Yeah. Um, when they were so much smaller, you know, back when I'm like showing my friend a song, being like, oh, who, who is this person? I've no idea who this <laughs> is, and it's like you know now she's working with like big name artists. Um, yeah. Her and then Mafika is also someone who like oh, I've yeah. been following for like a long, long, long time. Yeah, I only yeah, learned so about it's them funny, like I this actually... year. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been following her music since like 2016, wow. 17, like a long time. Yeah. yeah, but she's had stuff out for a while, and it's just really, really crazy to like just watch her growth and like see how she explodes. And for me, like I, I like appreciate that and I respect that because she is definitely someone who like does it all. Yeah, like she's like worked her ass off for 
everything that she's gotten. So yeah, and that's so cool. And I'm hoping too that our industry like moves into a direction where we like learn to. I don't know, maybe like display more of the progress. Um, Like I feel like a lot of the times you just never know because there is so much like smoke and mirrors and mystery that's (laughs) built into like the image of cultivating a professional artist. Um, But yeah, that's that's so cool. And yeah, I had no idea she's been doing it for so long. Um, Yeah, she's been in it for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, at the same time, like that's encouraging. Like I feel like so many artists like myself included are like oh my gosh I've been doing this for like four years and you know still you know it's I don't know it's comforting yeah yeah like you know things things take time and I would say you know just keep keep at it because there there are there are definitely going to be people who just like can't sustain it for that long and it's like you know people do you know give up or they quit or like whatever it is so it's like half probably even like more than half like a lot of people who are the ones who like quote unquote make it mm-hmm. are the ones who just kept at it and were persistent mm-hmm. so consistency I just seem like saying persistent. consistency yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's the word of the day um but yep. yeah but that's amazing well thank you so much for joining me this was so great you were so insightful oh my god thank you and I'm so glad we got a chat I know and it's been so amazing to see all the amazing things that you're doing and like i just i <laughs> you too your ep like killed it oh, like oh my god thank you thank you i saw your collaboration with arturia and i was like oh yeah what <laughs> so that's so dope and obviously like you're in one of the first music production like house content merging places that i've ever heard of which is like the wild ride for sure yeah and um it sounds like it's (laughs) constantly something's happening um but that's i'm excited to see what comes out of it um for you so uh i will let you get back to that um but yeah well keep me posted and i'm i'm very excited to see what comes next um but yeah definitely all right all right thank you so much for having me